Welcome to the Cool Shift Podcast, dedicated to beer lovers, home brewers, and professionals alike. With your hosts, Warren, the Professor Wilson, and Matt, Zigmeister Ziegler. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to grab a beer and chill on the Cool Shift. Yeah, oh yeah, that's right. I got pumped. Oh, yeah, first week. First week. Yeah, first week. That was like December 3rd, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. December. So we did a December show. Thank God. Thank you, Carl. Yeah. He's uh he's having a more harder time uh, wrangling us together. Harderer. Oh boy, cans. Uh oh. He's over there. That's busting. why you that's why you brought that's why you had wood today. <laughs> for the for the cans. <laughs> so the cans don't get crushed. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> he wants us. What? I don't even know why we're here. I really don't. He's this. It's a Wait, no, no. I. I re- we're not going to talk about. Stuff. I want to know <laughs> what he has in mind. I don't want to get fucking wasted here tonight, and I think okay, he's going to. Don't get wasted. I'm going to get wasted. <laughs> um. Yeah, this is going to be... It's not uh, the wasted we want. It's the wasted we need. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so... Two of three. We're going to oh be my comparing. God. Reason why... Okay, it, so we're going to be comparing they both beers. Those are both, his. Those are both his, motherfucker? Hold on. You can look you're at gonna mine. Do, you're gonna do you just can't touch it. <laughs> One looks darker than the other. Yeah. Well, so... Uh, One I, has I, more I, iron I put, in its stuff. I put a circle, a square, and a triangle on, depending on the beer. How come... They both look the same. Are they? They're all different. Is this Bud Miller Coors? This is not Bud Miller Coors. <laughs> These are all beers from the same manufacturer, from the same brewery. Oh. It's, it's Heineken, Heineken Light, and Bach. Uh, and ba- no. <laughs> it's not that good. All right, what I have presented to you is three beers uh-huh. made by the same brewery, three different styles. So we're in that genre, though. We're in, like, okay, um, Heineken, Heineken Light, and... Whatever. Something, yeah. yeah. I mean, something, something like that. that. It's the same okay. brewery. Three beers from the same brewery. Bud, Bud Light. So I'm supposed to drink not, this. It is not Bud, Bud Light. It's not Budweiser. It's not Miller. Okay, it's Miller, so. Miller Light, and Miller High Life. Yeah. <laughs> so you want us to drink these and what? And just tell me what you think of each one and which one you like the best. All right. Is there any kind of format? Like, do we have to follow each other and talk about the things that we're If you'd like to do that. Or do we just go? I think, I think for the show we should guys. sit in silence and <laughs> sip these beers. <laughs> and tell them which one. Have them tell us which yeah, one we're sipping. Please, everyone, drink these beers at what home. What does this one sound like here? you got to listen to how this, this sounds. this square and this circle and this triangle <laughs> at home and, and give us circle, feedback while we drink it. Circle, square, triangle. All right. Yeah, there you go. Circle square triangle. So uh, it's like we're in the Phoenician era. We got symbols instead of numbers. Uh, You know what? The hieroglyphs. Numbers have have a psychological context to them. They're glyphs. They might be only 10 minutes old, but they're still glyphs. Uh, Well, no, I don't know what my... Oh, shit. (laughs) Everybody knows. 
Really? I'm glad you know, because I sure as fuck don't know. No, it's numbers. If I put one, two, three, you'd be like, well, number one's the best, number two's... I don't know. Circle gets the square. I like squares. <laughs> you are a square. Number squares yes, the best. Circle gets the square. I bet you Matt has no idea where that comes no, from. No, he doesn't. They are now sniffing the darkest of the three. It We're sniffing the, the circle. The circle. Doing the double. Distance waft. And I will tell you this: one of these, th- one of these three beers, is I think, penny for penny, the best beer in America. Okay. Penny for penny. I know what it is. Okay. Penny, penny for pound. Oh, whatever. Penny for pound. It's the best beer in the world. In America. It's a a brewery that's uh, been around since 1996. Oh. Jesus. Um, I don't think so. <laughs> You're wrong. And uh, it was started as a homebrew supply shop, and they closed, and they opened up a brewery. And then oh, they, wow. And then they got, uh, it's down, I think, in Roselle Park, and uh, they got acclimated from the uh, from Michael Jackson, who wrote about them. Um, they're a really good brewery. They have really good reputation. Um, yeah, um, you know, not Ballast Point. <laughs> no, not Ballast Point. Talk about Climax? Climax. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to scrub that whole fucking scene right off the fucking goddamn radio. We're starting it now. <laughs> Here we go. He's going to be yelling at us next. Yes, he will. He'll probably show up. What the hell you mean? With. <laughs> I'm stop, I'm not going to say it. Don't. Nope. Ixnay on the Ori side. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> So this back is back to the circle. Yes, back to the circle jerk. Now I'm thinking of there's a beer within this bunch, and because he said it in ways of there's one that I think is the best in the world. I'm pretty no, sure. No, it's no, not no, no, no. I said it's penny for it's like you know they say he's the best pound for pound fighter. It might be some featherweight. Okay. Right, but he's pound for pound the best fighter in the world. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Penny for penny. So penny about, for pound about, because whatever. What do you want to call it? Penny. Per, you know, of the per, lower beers, right. it is the best. Yes. It is PBR. I don't, they only make one beer, though. No, so I don't know, know why you split it up in no, three. No. No, no, I was thinking Ballantine. But PBR, PBR does make Ballantine now. So. Oh, they yes, do. Yes, they do. PBR makes Ballantine. Ale Ballantine IPA. Yep. Gotta try the other one. <clears throat> Any ideas on the style of the darkest of the circle? It's some kind of hells. Okay. Interesting. Or German. It's of German descent. It's fair. It's a fair assessment. Penny, penny per buzz. How's that sound? I'm getting. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. Munich malt out of this. Nice. All right. So that's the circle. All right, it's in both. So Warren actually. says it's it? some sort of. Which one do you have? The square. square. What did you just say this about the square? It's got some Munich in there, too. Is it a lighter version of what we just had? Mm-hmm. Process of elimination. This is not a Pilsner, for sure. No. No, oh, this is a little nuttier. This is um, a nut flavor to it. Like, almost like Vienna. But not caramel nut something. 
Warren's describing nut butter. <laughs> <laughs> like all of a sudden, I just got hazelnuts all of a sudden. But oh, still getting. Do we have a, still a phone handy? I think Warren's about to stroke. <laughs> Who's Warren? <laughs> Who's Warren? Yeah. Hazelnuts. I'm just getting hazelnuts. Actually, you're right. That's not. It's not the. Yeah, done. No? Okay. Um, I like the first one better. Oh, interesting. I think it's just because they're fla- that there's a a full body to the beer. Of and the first it, or the second? Both. Mm-hmm. And um, I think the full body, the beer that promoted the full body better with all the other flavors was the more flavorful, darker beer. I mean, they both look good. They both have... Uh, a stark white head with lacings oh, yeah, inside, no, as you, as you. I mean, they're well made. They are well made. Filtered for sure. I am just trying. Would to you say filtered? Wrap my head around, and it's, you said it's U.S. Mm-hmm. U.S. based. Mm-hmm. Old U.S. Not Budweiser. Not no, no, no. I kind of get this. Is it Northeast? Could be. <clears throat> Let's start with the G. Could be. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right, so now you're to the triangle. Let's just give this a sip. So, so the second one, so the first one Warren thought was a Hellas of some sort. This well, is, either Hellas or Bach. Right, right. And or, sec- or, or Oktoberfest. Okay. I Mark. believe the second, the second there's a, corn in here. Was, was, in this one? I believe there's corn in all of them. Probably. I wouldn't doubt that. They're probably all light. Fair, probably a fair bet for an American. They're all like light and, and fluffy. So uh, it's either like corn. cream ale. What? Can you... Exactly. Which one? Hmm? This one? The triangle? Mm, no, I think square. Square. Okay. Genesee cream. It's Jenny cream. Yes, it is. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. The nuts, the corn. That's it right there. Mm-hmm. I was getting that, that sweet... That's very good, guys. That's very good. I'm impressed. And that's your number one. I like that. Pe- pe- penny for penny, I think that's a... It I, is. That's a very Jenny Cream is great. Oh, it's a go-to. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's like a dollar for a 24-ounce can. I'm not shitting you. It's like a dollar ten for yeah. a 24-ounce can, and that's with taxes and everything. Right? It's, I've, you can't... I don't think you could get a better well-made... A better-made beer for that kind of money. No. Definitely corn in this, but I think there's also rice in this. The triangle. Yeah. I'm getting lighter cardboard. Tor- it's more pilsnery, more lagery. Cream ale and uh, some kind of hell's box. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever Jenny makes on the darker side. Ice. Top one's their ice. Yeah. Cream. There it is. I wonder if this is from this. This is the one you're drinking now is just Genesee beer. 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 <laughs> awesome. Just plain old this Genesee. This is the first time we've drank beer, beer on this episode. It's not this. an ale. It's not an ice. It's not it's just beer. <laughs> and it's not bad. I mean it's it's no. definitely uh if you drink Bud Miller Coors and you want something better, I think this is a better product. It just a, a little bit more fancier yeah. or I think Jenny Cream Ale is just fantastic. Personally. And you're right. They have been around longer than 1996. Yes, they have been yes. around longer than 1996. <laughs> just, a, just a little bit. 
I think I think you're wa- wrong, Warren. <laughs> I don't know how long you guys are going to let me go on that tirade, but I saw it in your face. I was like, oh, I know where he's at. You know, oh, yeah. it's funny as hell. 1878. Yeah, damn. That's even before I was born. Back <laughs> in the day, let me tell you, Grandpa. I swear the smoke melt in there. <laughs> Wasn't even born in 1978. <laughs> so, so the so you said the first okay. So the first one you thought I don't actually know what the ice beer style is. You said it was a Helles or a Bach, which is probably fair. Because I was thinking it was more just a Munich something. I'm telling but you, but now now that we you know it's a more concentrated form of that's their where you beer. get the, the, well, the extra flavor. Well, it's, it's a more concentrated form of their beer. <laughs> Which, what are you talking about? Beer. And it is. It's ice beer. <laughs> it's all it is. is it really? Yeah, it's ice beer. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, because they don't call that. They call that the cream ale. Yeah. So definitely. So, you know, I, I have to admit, the ice beer is a nice change-up. Yeah. I think that's a good beer. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't mind it at all. Look, I did not expect that. That it wasn't ice? No. Oh. Yeah. I thought it was a whole just different. Me too. Beer. I thought it was like spotting or like uh, just a whole different brewery. But when, when you gave us the cream ale. You could tell. You knew there was something going on there right away when you started talking well, about Well, you gave us the hint flavor. of the, you know, dollar for dollar. Yeah. Well. And that kind well, of. We just gave us a hint it was a big one. Yeah. yeah. So, Still, but you know, but you were saying, but you were, no, you nailed the, the nuttiness, which is, I think, the, the, corn, the corn or something mm-hmm. that's in. Mm-hmm. I don't really. I think the, of the cream ale, I mean, which what makes it the cream ale, right? I mean, I had corn. I, corn gives that sweet, yeah. sweet, sweet flaminess, yeah. And it's a, it's a nice light sweetness. Like yeah. it's not cloyingly heavy, like any stout or. So, and I'd, I'd use corn again. Uh, corn in in the craft beer uh, world is used properly. It's not a base malt. So, yeah. um, I mean, I really have no problem with people using corn. I think it gives it a nice flavor. Nice. It's what you're using corn for. That's the big thing. Yeah, I, I agree. If you're with using that. it as a way to cheat, lower the value of your beer, right? Well, that's production. You know, that's yeah. all about bottom line brewing. Um, corn's cheap, subsidized, and now full of what are those called? Um, genetically modified oh, organisms. GMOs. GMOs. Yep. GMO. So, I wonder if they use uh, GMO freed. Corn. Well, majority of whatever's going into the brewing industry is GMO free. Everything that I get is GMO free because they they it, beer is a very traditional product. Right. Okay. Nobody wants to see anything different. That's why glass bottles lasted forever because everybody likes glass bottles. Right. It's traditional. Mm-hmm. The brewing process hasn't changed much because it's traditional. Right. Right. People don't want anything changed with their ingredients going into it. The reason beer is still around is because it's the same stuff as back in the day. Right. Malt, hops, bar, uh, water, and yeast. Right. That's it. That's it. It's, right it's not different. It's not. And, you, know, you know, it's funny, man. A lot of people modified don't. Modified malt. A lot of people don't realize that being a brewer doesn't mean that you're just sitting here brewing the beer and trying to make good beer, but you're learning the anthropology of where it came from so you can better yourself at preparing that grist and how it goes into a mash. Um. So there's a lot of history going on. You're teaching yourself. You're trying to do some research. So there's a lot of research going on. And then you're experimenting. I mean, it's a, it's a controlled experiment. And, you know, when you produce something that people love, it's, there's nothing more refreshing than that, you know. And I think you've done a heck of a job getting to that point 
and I can't wait to see you grow even further. Um, and with, uh, along with the growth of the other two breweries in town. Um, but things, uh, things are starting to look good. And I just can't believe that it's been... It's only been seven months, seven right? Seven months. It's only been seven months. Seven look, months Look how tomorrow. fast that happened. This like, was tonight, yeah, seven months ago today was the uh, soft I think, opening. I think I still have a picture of you and your father in the first day that you brewed on the system here with Brian Warzeka. I don't know yep. if you remember that. Right? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, but I still have that I picture on my phone. I was a NASA t-shirt. Yeah, you were. Absolutely, <laughs> yep. And uh, that day, you know, there was something magical happening there that day. Uh, of course, we were making beer, but uh, it was pretty cool. And then, uh, you know, with the advent of Joe and, and Mike and Chuck uh, opening up Jersey Girl Brewing Company, I think we've made ourselves a little... We have a beer mecca over here, yeah. little paradise, yeah. You know, and I, I think there's a lot of people that appreciate that, and um, it's it's good for Hackestown. It really is good for us. So, on that note, um, I think I'm going to finish up what I have here in these three glasses. Um, I like the fact that <laughs> he went out and got. 16 ounce bombers, 24, 24 ounce bombers. You know, yeah. those, aren't those are those are perfect. That's great. No, those are those are uh, those are magnums. Yep. Um, so and, uh, and thank you again, Carl. I for got the I got uh, I got six of them. I think it cost me uh, six fifty. <laughs> that is one hell of a deal. I mean, think about it. Like, if you're in in the store and you're looking around, and you're like, I don't know what to buy. You're looking at all these dates, seeing what's the freshest. And then you come across three cans of Genesee, you know, and you're like six seventy nine for three different twenty four ounce bottles. No, no, I'm no. Saying, I think it was literally a, okay. I may be exaggerating. I think it was a dollar twenty a can, and for twenty four ounce can. That's crazy. Uh, it's unheard <laughs> of, and it just tells you it goes to show how how much of the stuff they produce. I mean, uh, and they're not even one of the largest brewers. I mean, before the show, yeah. we were talking uh, about an eighty an eighty barrel brew house producing. Brewing 16 times a day, producing enough beer that they use 500,000 pounds of hops in the 80, 80 barrel brew house. Now, Matt, you have a 15 barrel brew house. So multiply that by five, and there's your 80. Do you think you could use 500,000 pounds of hops? I mean, is there excessive oh, yeah. use? Um, I mean, I don't even use that much grain. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just mean if you were that big. Like, I, I just can't fathom an 80-barrel brew house. Now, 80 times 31. What is that? Uh, a lot. Yep. 250? 250? Yeah, yeah. 250,000 gallons. No, 250. 2,500. 25,000, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, see, I don't know my math. 25,000 gallons. Uh, 2,500. 2,500 gallons. Yeah, you're right. 2,500. Wow, holy shit, we went for... Genesee. Ruins your brain. No, Zigmeister. We're all drinking Zigmeister? No, we're drinking Genesee right now, and it's making us us not know math good. I'm I'm drinking the square. (laughs) That's the cream. That's why he did the fucking square round and triangle, because we can't do our numbers. What are numbers? Anyway, so yeah, but twenty they're brewing they're brewing twenty five hundred gallons of beer sixteen times a day. That's crazy. Sixteen times twenty five hundred. That's nuts. That's a big number. That, that is that I can do. That's uh, for that is forty thousand. No, that's not. I can't do that. No, it is forty thousand. It is forty thousand, right? Because twenty five hundred times four is yeah. So it's, it's forty thousand gallons of beer a day, or in one day. 
Matt, Matt, how many gallons of beer have you brewed? Total. Not that much. <laughs> <laughs> so now you know how I feel, motherfucker. You're brewing these 15, 15 well, it's, it's barrel 20, batches. 25, and I'm brewing five-gallon batches what, over here. What do you say, 2,500 gallons? Per batch. Okay. Right, so if it's 16, then it's four, it is 40,000. That math I'm pretty sure I got mm. right. Yeah, rough numbers if 2,500 is right. 40,000 gallons. In a Damn. Day. I mean, that's their big day. I don't say. think 40,000 gallons fits in this fucking building. Oh, yeah. In this Just, room? You think yeah, 40,000 yeah. gallons fits in this room? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No way. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know what? A 20,000-gallon pool is smaller than you think. No, I know what a 20,000-gallon pool is. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm very hyperbole tonight. Or, yeah. uh, but this might be a 100,000-gallon pool, this place. <laughs> very exaggerating tonight. I'm hyperbolic. Hyperbolic. Ha! Huh. Using math terms, just can't <laughs> use math. <laughs> Make yourself sound smart. Tonight we have Metric Matt sitting here talking. Making fun of Carl. <laughs> oh, that's, because that's, of math. That's the national pastime, making fun of Carl. Nah. It's also the national pastime, Metric Matt. <laughs> but I, just, I mean, like, Matt, I look at you guys. You guys are pumping out. You have, like, okay, you have a bin full of spent grains in a brew day or two. Uh, in, in the week, you have mm-hmm. these bins full, and here I am with a little tote full of grains for my week, you know? And you're doing that in two days, and I'm doing millions yeah. of, like, 10, 12 pounds a time. Um, and just, I mean, if I if if you try to compare me to one of the big guys, there's no way in hell. Well, was um, it? And I, I, I think that's, like, nothing comes to mind better than that article that was in BYO or, no, the magazine that you mentioned earlier. About having uh, a photograph of like a star mm. down to the sun, down to you know our Earth, down to the moon, down to like a granule of salt, and they explain the sizes of all the breweries and the whole page of all those pictures of those planets. The whole page is Anheuser Busch. Yeah, you know that's just a little mere section of Anheuser Busch. When you think about ninety million. Or ninety percent of um, the beer that's sold in the United States, ninety ninety two percent of the beer that's sold in the United States is Budweiser. I mean, when you just think, what? It's crazy. It's high. not Bud. It's not Bud. It's not Bill, Bud it's Miller in and Coors. It's in It's in Bev. Yeah. Oh, fudge, I'm Yeah, so no idea. I have no idea. It was that they're, much. they're they're extremely uh-huh. large. Yeah, um, I think there's in that article they were saying that the second and third largest are. Sierra Nevada and um, yeah. Boston Beer Company. <clears throat> and they were only like one so where's, fraction where's, of where's, the whole brewing scene. Where's Miller Coors in that? They're the page. They're the page. Oh, I thought they're you all said owned Bud, by you said In- Bud Miller. Oh, they're all owned. They're all owned oh, by Inbev. Oh, that's right. I forgot that. Because that, that, right. Molson divested of whatever. Well, Miller gave up some of their advertising. Sab Miller. Sab Miller gave up some. Yeah. But it's it's sales within the U.S. was the big one, right? Yeah. Is the now is the, the now? Big one. Yep, yeah. and yeah. and uh, distribution. Yeah. You give, had to give up a little portion of distribution. Got it. Okay. They can still own it outside of the U.S., but it's not. It not, depends right. country to country. So, I, but it's a lot of money. now Bud Miller and Coors are all under the same roof. Okay, which is kind of fascinating. I mean, we haven't seen the likes of this in very very long ever. I don't think you know. I mean, that's quite large for one company to own. That much beer in the world, you know, it's it's a little scary, and that's yeah. another reason why we need to keep pushing these craft brewers who take risks like Matt and get out there and put their beer on the market. 
Um, not to sound like I'm being political, I don't want to be after all what's going on in, in our world today. <laughs> in real politics. <laughs> but, you know, relating to beer, we need to make sure that we keep on our toes and watch every move they make. Mm. Well, here's to uh, microbrews like Genesee. <laughs> <laughs> now, they're good. Um, I mean, honestly, what, 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 when you talk about size and everything like that, right. um, like my brewery. We're looking at, I've made 700 barrels of beer mm-hmm. in the seven months. So let's just say, calculate that through, been open seven months. 21,000. I make, I make 12, 1,200, 1,200 barrels of beer in a year. If I, 1,200 barrels of beer. So okay. you make, yeah, that, you'll make 35,000 gallons of beer in a year or something like that. Well, it's, it's, yeah. it's like that. 25, it's that times 30, so it's 12, the next, next yeah. one up. But, yeah. um, so 1,200. That's a awesome my, my, that's for a year lot, one. Dude. That's a lot. Down the road, you know, maybe two years down the road, an extra another two years or something like that. I'm looking at maybe five thousand. Your original plan? What was your original plan? I mean, for, that's, for that, year one. For year one was like, uh, it was about a thousand barrels. Yeah. So as long as I beat it, I'm I'm happy. I'm fine. <clears throat> but to me, right, like I'm I'm you just you think about this. Five thousand barrels, let's say within within three years, I'm making five thousand barrels a year. Right. Five thousand times thirty one. Again, we're doing math. 155,000. 155,000 gallons of beer. The next tax bracket for me would be to go to, no, to go to 20,000 barrels. So once I break from 5,000, let's say in three years, to breaking 20,000 barrels, Mm -hmm. that's the the next tax window. Okay. After that, it's six million barrels of beer <laughs> that breaks you out of oh yeah the craft beer. beer yep that breaks you out of craft beer six million barrels six million barrels yes. breaks you out of craft no, no, beer. and now you are not no longer craft beer because- that was fought that was fought oh, by yeah. jim cook and ken grossman yeah uh at the legislation's level to make sure that you know they're still included it the biggest in one was beer. jim yep but the the and others then they came laughed f- at him after they saw the thing that he built in Hellertown. Well, no, <laughs> no but they, no. the funny thing was is when he got it accepted to go from two million to six million, right? Which is the new lift of the ceiling. Yingling is now a craft brewery. Yes, so a mi- microbrewery. Right. That's a, it's not craft. It's microbrewery at that level. Regional microbrewery goes from twenty, fifteen or twenty thousand, up to six million right now, and then after that. Is everything that you know not to be a microbrewery? Six million barrels. Think about how many millions of barrels more they make than Matt. Uh, All about of them. six million. <laughs> <laughs> there, it doesn't yeah, even show I'm up nothing. on a percentage. Yeah, yeah it doesn't yeah. even show up on a percentage right. when you're posting it online. <laughs> basically, know, so. it's a rounding error. It's basically they make six million barrels. So yeah. The, yeah <laughs> so my my point about the whole page being called InBev. Yeah, and everybody else fitting in perfectly fine, and yeah. still a space to spare. Yeah, and that puts you into perspective. Wow, that's kind of scary. Yes, it is. But you know, that happens, I guess, in capitalism. Who knows? Uh, like, you know what? I'm sure that it, I'm sure that uh, the GIF makes more peanut butter than uh, <laughs> than, than in, a, in an hour, Aunt Sally's in, or whatever in, in, that is. in an hour than Matt. Brews beer in a year. Could you imagine if it was peanut butter? Matt, how many how many gallons of peanut butter do you make a year? <laughs> I'd like to take a moment and compare your brewery to peanut butter. <laughs> oh, on that note, I All think. All right, um, so I brought you guys another uh, unnamed 
beer. And we're still on for like the two no, break no. two break. This, this completely goes uh, away. We could do it. We, we, we could do a two a two break and then one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Two break two and then a break and then one. Yeah, yeah that's fine. Okay, cool. But just the way we try beer, like yeah. our old little pattern that we used to do. Yeah. Oh, I you know I think we need to visit. We need to do uh, some kind of another visit. I loved going to Matt's place. That was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Everyone loves my place. We had it. Oh. You'll love my place. Listen. listen. <laughs> Celebrity. You'll love my place. Everyone wants to come to my place. My place is the bang, best. Bang. bang, bang. No, and then maybe up to um, Jersey Girl at some Zig point. Zig Trumpsters. Um, and also, you know, there's, there's so much to cover. I mean, we're just starting to do this thing again, but there's so much to cover. We have hop oils. We have hop hash mm-hmm. that no one's ever used before. We've never covered that before. What did you pour me? I want I want to get you guys. <laughs> you know I want me. Matt to get that Lupin, uh, pure loop. Oh, what the hell was it? It's um, the Luplin powder. I emailed them, but so, I never got a response. So over here, uh, I'm smelling something. Carl, so over There's here in that here little in basket, and, and during loop, the break, loop, lupulin powder. Yeah. That's it. yeah. So lupulin powder. I have the hash. I have hash, which is that. Do you smoke it? No, you don't smoke no. it. You, you can't use smoke it. that. Oh, okay. I was what am Matt. I drinking? Hold on. Oh don't say God. anything. Is it, is good? it bad? No. Okay. What is it? Oh wait! Don't tell me. No, you got to tell I me. I can't. Later. You can't tell me. Mm-mm. This was. A, this was. I was smelling. I'm like, this is. This is. Different. This is. This is not a. Do- this is dollar for dollar one of the most ex- <laughs> expensive. Ounce for ounce, one of the more expensive beers I've ever bought. <laughs> <laughs> That's up there in alcohol. Oof. No, it's got flavors in it. Caramel. Vanilla. Vanilla. It's barrel aged. Innocent gun. It reminds me of. Some kind of Scottish. Uh, yeah, you know what? It's, it's Scottish it's for sure. It's an 8%. I didn't think it was. Yeah, Scottish. 8, 8%. I don't know if it's Scottish. Up front caramel, up mm. front oak. I get oh, very, oak. Yeah, no, very, very caramel and vanilla. And I don't know if there's oak, but there's all the flavors you would expect. In it, but I don't, I don't know if it's oak. Like all the, like you pull vanilla out, you pull other a little tannic, but that could also come through. <laughs> Is it possible that you? Could, you're right. It could come through with fermentation. Could might you? I, I won't tell you that you're wrong about any of those things. Might you also taste some sort of fruit flavor in this beer? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, was, that I actually smelled the fruits more than the others. And that's I, why I was like, "Is this a fruit beer or is this something?" So there's a sweetness in the nose. There's a sweetness there. You guys are good. You guys have been pulling out, been pulling out the uh, the flavors pretty good tonight. Kentucky peach barrel wheat. So this is a, definitely a wheat wine. Um, it's eight percent, so mm-hmm. it can be considered wine. Um, I definitely get that right up front, like a very heavy. Well, it's got a body to it. Yeah, body. It's got a really nice flavor, like uh, and I wasn't sure if it was going to be a lot of. The barrel's going to pull the vanilla flower, the flavors. Um, I get a lot of barrel flavor. I get this. But I that know, peach. Getting the, I was getting nice. the vanillins. I was getting this. So I was thinking like they added vanilla and you were saying caramel flavor and stuff right. like that. No, I, I get that. But I think caramel is now coming through as peach. Um, it's more like peach candy. It is. Not it's, as much like fresh peaches, but like peach, peach candy. candy. Nope, so when you, when, you take, when you smell it. Yeah, it's like peach gummies, like yeah, peach you, candy. Yep, you don't take, uh, like, yeah, peach gummies with the green stem yeah. on them. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, 
I like it. I think it came. I think that's one of uh, a very good beer. What kind of beer is it? It's what made it? by Kentucky. That's Kentucky. Kentucky Brewery. Yeah, I've got I've got another one of their big beers sitting on uh, and it's my beer shelf alcohol. at home, um, waiting to consume. So got it as a gift two years ago. Um, yeah, that 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 that's like a four dollar bottle beer yeah, for twelve yeah. ounces. <laughs> yeah, yeah, three hundred fifty milliliters. Yeah, yeah. three hundred thirty milliliters. Three fifty five. Yeah. Twenty four dollars six pack. That's it crazy. was a yeah, it was a sixteen dollar four pack. I just do they do you think they do anything to it to make it that alcohol? Like do they um, just use a lot more malt, or do you think they do? Kind I think of it's a processing. Malt. Most it's, of it's probably just malt. Um, I think the, the flavors now the flavors in there come through with <clears throat> some sweetness, but I think the alcohol is just just malt. The, there's there's a big enough body in there that they I don't think they do add sugar to, to bump alcohol. Not only to bump alcohol, but to thin it out a little bit. Mm. Not even, um, even to attenuate because that's not going to be an easy beer to make. No, you know it's definitely not. You got to keep the temperature high. So. Um, but I'm getting now that you're saying peach, but I get I get the the wood up front right away. I get this. I was looking for more like a berry flavor coming through, just right. because it is that candied peach. Right. No, I, I agree um, with you on that. That's... So that's why when 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 you said peach, I wasn't expecting peach. And then when he sat there and really really tasted, it, I'm like, okay, candied peach, not like. Well, you and I made the peach yeah. wine, and you know yeah. how peach fares and everything that you ferment. When you ferment with real peaches, it's very hard to retain. The peach flavor, it's it's extremely hard. So when you're having an eight percent alcohol, I mean that's not an easy beer to make, not an easy beer to make, and it's worth every penny that you pay for it. I think. So this is this is what they call their barrel aged seasonal series, and the description on the bottle is American style wheat ale, brewed with natural ple- peach flavors and aged in oak bourbon barrels. Yeah, that's decent. And you get all of bourbon. that. Vanilla. That's it. The bourbon. You were saying oak, vanilla, and I'm like, well, oak, oak is the bourbon. vanilla, right? Yeah, vanillins. Yeah. yeah. Mm. We made a. Um, you guys nailed it all. I mean, you guys basically used all those things. Uh, basically used all those words before you even knew what the hell it was. Yeah, I was this, giving you so. Was I was sitting there. Like, I've never had this beer before. I'm, no. <clears> what is this? No, he sipped it. I'm like, oh, really? When I saw you light up, I'm like, all right, this we're in for a treat now. <laughs> so, yeah. Cool. Uh, it's really cool. Um, I would definitely pay twenty four dollars for a twelve uh, six pack. It's like I don't think they only sell it in fours. So I mean, I would definitely do that. Yeah, I'd, be, no, I'd keep I'd keep a six pack at the house of this. Right, absolutely. Nice. And you know, it's funny. Now I'm look, looking forward even more to drinking my Kentucky when I got it home. <laughs> yeah, that's good because you know you look at it, you like Kentucky. It looks kind of a generic. It's yeah, got, it does look generic. You know, yeah. Kind of like a metallic label on the bottle, and you're looking at it, you're like, yeah, it's probably mass produced swill, and yeah. It's not. It's a. It's a really decent beer. Very like pleasantly surprised. I I am too. I really like that. When I saw you go, oh, what do we got here? I'm like, oh man, no, it's delicious. Cheers. Thanks, Carl. I'm gonna take a break right now. I'm gonna defloat the eyeballs.
one of the things that I had in mind for a very long time is the main prize, and Matt helped us out last year. You're talking about the second annual New Jersey Hops Homebrew Contest. That's correct. Last year it was at the Taste of the Town. This year it's going to be at our Mayfest in Hackestown, and hopefully for years to come it's going to be Mayfest. Um, we have tried, and we're going to try to incorporate every person who's involved in NJ Hops to get involved with this. Uh, to help us really hit it out of the ballpark. I mean, we have a, a venue that we can really, really put on the map. I mean, not only this venue, but look what you did with that Oktoberfest. You know, there's there's got to be some kind of correlation between the two. And if we have, uh, like, a trophy for this one, since this is NJ Hops' presentation of the Jersey Cup, if we have a trophy that they can carry around, like, I've always wanted to have a Das Boot. Mm-hmm. And so the winner gets the winner of this competition gets the, the Stanley Cup. Yeah, it's it's not the Stanley Cup. The Stanley Cup happens at the Mash competition. That's the whole culmination of all three. That's the Stanley all right, Cup. So it's the it's the uh, Wales Division it's, or whatever the hell it is. I can't yeah, I don't it's, remember. That. It's like yeah. horse racing. If you have horse racing, it's like yeah. the Belmont yeah. and they it's get, not the Triple Crown, no, but you'll get yet. the Belmont Stakes Exactly, belt. Yeah. and that, that's something to to yeah. work towards, yeah. right? You get a, get your name on a crystal boot. Das Boot, and you get to carry that with your name on it, and it stays at the homebrew uh, location. Mm-hmm. For one year. For one full year, yep. give it up. And then you present that the next year at the, the competition. Yeah. So we got to talk about these things. This is what Friday's meeting is going to be about. we got to see whether or not um, we incorporate everyone or you know just those that are interested. But I think it's a perfect opportunity for – this to push homebrewers towards something, and you're laughing. I know Matt's trying a beer, so he's moving yeah, on. Yeah, so this this segment here, I've got you guys. Uh, they're two very different styles, so I didn't put them together. Is this uh, Kentucky two, Peach Barrel Age? No, 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 no. It's, I've got you two Jersey, <laughs> nah, two Jersey beers. So, so this Matt, is this two, the Jersey. Two Jersey beers. So Matt's going to go. Matt, Matt, at one point, uh, uh, gonna go, before, I'm not even going to drink this. Matt's going to go. Have a, I have a question for you. No, okay. no, don't ask a question. I want to tell you what you're going to do. Off the sniff. Off the sniff. I want. I want to know. Yeah. Is this Ramstein? No. Is it? No? No fucking idea what that is even. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know New Jersey beers that well, I guess. Oh, okay. No, that's fine. Because I'm, I'm getting like a... Off the nose, almost like a Hefeweizen. Like German Hefeweizen. That's what I'm getting, too. In the t- in the, even in the flavor. Now that I've tasted it, yeah. I'm getting limes. That's, that's Forgotten Boardwalk. Yes, it is. <laughs> Which one we got? Undressed Wit. Undressed Wit. Yep, definitely a wit beer. So yeah. You guys got, as soon as you said it was a wheat. wheat. I mean, not German, not... It's Belgian. Yeah. It's got coriander in it. What the Yeah, no, now, now I'm, I'm pulling out pulling sorry. out the spices sorry, now as I'm drinking it's, it. It's, I'm sorry. It's officially called What the Butler Saw, and the style is Undressed Wit, my apologies, <laughs> by Forgotten Boardwalk a curious brewery and refuge in Cherry Hill, New Jersey, mm-hmm. where Matt went today for a 10-minute meeting. And I went to Cherry Hill, yes. Um, for a 10-minute meeting, you went two hours outside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> so, so, t- so what do you guys know about Forgotten Boardwalk? I don't know much about them. Um, they're a 20-barrel system with 40-barrel tanks. Um, they are part of the... <laughs> Garden State Craft Brewers Guild. Uh, the owner is on the board. Um, 
they they push the envelope in what's allowable for craft beer. Um, I don't know if by not by style, but what's allowable in a craft brewery in in the state of New Jersey. A good way. Yes, they in, they in push the envelope. They they're they're trying to get more and more things allowed in the state of New Jersey. So explain. So they're pushing the limits in what in terms of what like the and what's allowed in a taste. What, what's your, yeah, what you so can do. So Forgotten Boardwalk, the idea. Oh, Boardwalk games all over the place. Mm-hmm. Well, technically, in New Jersey law, it can be interpreted that you're not allowed to have games at your establishment. Mm. You're not allowed to retain entertainment. The whole mm. idea is that you come to the brewery for so education. So your Rock'em Sock'em Robots is against the rule. No, because that's different. Sock'em robots. I don't anymore, but I did. Yes. But that wasn't me. That it was, was in Lost and Found. Yes. Ah, Somebody okay. else came with that. Got it. People have to try them out to see if they lost them there, because people forget sometimes. Sometimes actually playing the game reminds you that. whether or not you left the game. There. I went over there, and I'm like, holy shit, I left Connect 4 over here. Yeah. I totally forgot I left Connect 4 over there. Yeah. Man. Thank God you have that Lost and Found, because I, I would have lost I that game. I think you left it there again. No way. Yeah, you forgot it. What? <laughs> I'll have to go over there and check it out, please. So, so Forgotten Boardwalk doesn't forget games there. They just they no, just they have like, a, but it's to their style. So, They're a boardwalk. Yeah, it's supposed to be there for their style. So, so someone, someone comes pushing along and brings ball, you right. know. So they they they, claw pa- they put off the idea because the I, the whole thing behind it is if you're a craft brewery, you're supposed to be showing off your brewery's history, right. And information on craft beer, right. That's why. So if your brewery thing. is supposed to be about Forgotten Boardwalk. And boardwalk games and stuff like that, then you're supposed to have boardwalk games in there. And they were getting all the crap about from the state being like, you're not allowed to have games in this place. Hmm. And they're like, this is my, this is the style of the brewery. If I took that out, it's no longer forgotten boardwalk. Hmm. So by allowing, you know, that to go through, it's kind of blurred the lines even further on what's allowable and leads for more interpretation, but they're moving it in a, in a better way. Hmm. Yep. It's, they're actually pushing for legislation change. Yes. So they're not pushing. Good. They're not. They're not pushing the limits in terms of. Oh, we're putting fifty-one percent uh, grapes in our beer and still calling it beer, kind of thing. No, they're pushing the envelope of what's allowable of a craft brewery in the state. Look, the, the majority of the, the the people that are opening up these breweries, the majority of these craft brewers that are opening are small. up, they're small and they love what they do. They're they not looking be, to make. They want to be the town brewery. They do. They just want to be. But you can't of the make town. money, right? Currently, right. Being the town brewery. No, you can't. You have to expand beyond. There's that. no sustainability being a town brewery. There would be if laws change, right? And our hope is to be able to change those laws so that people can be the town brewery, the we place have... that people go to in their own town, right. To relax, absolutely. And, and we've seen that change time, happen, yeah. and we're still continuing to see that change happen. Uh, by this upcrop of, uh, of brewers, of breweries opening up in, in not only in New Jersey, but across the country. I mean, lawmakers have seen the light and have seen the archaic laws that have been in place since this evil, stupid prohibition came along. I mean, it was just the stupidest thing in the world. And, uh, I oh, would, yeah. I will continue. We we were stung for many many years in 2013. I mean, there was a reason that it happened. Yeah, but it was stupid to go about the way of doing what right. it did. And in 2013, after almost what 70 years of law, the law changed that allowed you to distribute your beer. 
And so now we no longer adhere to the ABC of beer. We adhere to an A and a C. And that's, that's helping people like you, people like Ken Grossman, uh, hard to believe, like Jim Cook, to become even better at what they do. And, and uh, we all benefit from that. I mean, we all benefit from these great beverages that are coming out. Yeah. Know? So um, I'm, I'm happy about Forgotten Boardwalk, and I'm happy about most of the breweries that are coming into New Jersey. I mean, just because that is part of the outcome. Yeah. And they'll be the first ones to tell you the same thing. So, all right. Matt, I have a question for you. Yes. Look at this can. You told me once that you were going to get shrink wraps for cans. Is that what's on here? That's what's on there right now, yeah. So. If you take a knife to it, you could peel it off. Yeah, no, I, I never really understood what you meant. This I actually thought this was a painted can. Yeah. Yeah, everyone Re- does. A lot of people. And then, and then I tried to crush it, and I realized, oh, ooh, it's got a little... A little extra to it, yeah. A little extra to it. You hear it's like a little... It's a lining, yeah. It's and a little like, crinkly, that? and it's... I, so what do you do? You would actually shrink wrap it on? No, the, the, the yeah, people would bring water. it to me shrink wrapped. Oh. They, they'd send me the can shrink wrapped, and then all we're doing is filling it and applying the top. Yeah. So if you make you wine... Can, so you can hear you can hear the crinkle of the shrink wrap. Yeah, it's like an extra layer on top. It's yeah, a plastic it's cool. layer over. Yeah. If, you, if you make wine, you could take shrink wrap. They, they make these shrink wrap capsules. Yeah, put, no, I do I do that. I didn't I didn't realize same, that same they would come... Actually, this was this was... The capsules can get a little goofy sometimes when you mm. when you do that. I think they put that through a warm water. Yeah, they, they really no. It really was nice. I thought it was. It, I was like, wow, this is a really yeah. nice painted can. And then I realized, oh wait, no, it's not. It's yeah. not painted. It's one way to pasteurize too. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's cool. Now cans cans are becoming uh, pretty big, and I uh, can't wait. I mean, they are the best way to package your beer. Yep, I agree. And you know, it's funny. You you talk to people who have been around the world longer than you. And they look down on cans. They do, because of the way cans used to be. Right. The flavor that used to get put through, the way they used to be manufactured was inferior. Right. But now, because of the lining and everything like that, it's a good way to package your beer. There's no light that can get in. There's no oxygen issues. There was one beer that, that lined their cans. Yeah, it was Keystone back in the day. They talked about their uh, their lined cans, and we were like, what the hell's that all about? Right. It doesn't make a difference. Yeah. Bullshit, it did. It, it, it might have. It made me able Maybe to not drink Keystone. it. Maybe a Keith, <laughs> Keith Stone. Yeah. Ooh. Oh. So another Jersey beer here in front of you. Another one, Jersey. Another Jersey beer. Hmm. This one. Uh, I could smell it. Very, very coffee. To me. Coffee. Interesting. We got like a roast right off the right off the nose. Huh. I'm getting IPA. Are you? Maybe, Coffee maybe it's IPA. I'm getting hoppy. Like the first hit of it was almost like a roastiness. No, I can I can but now see it's where almost, it from. But I'm getting now it's hoppy. almost like heavy pine. Yeah. I'm getting Simcoe. <laughs> Simcoe and Chinook. Yeah. Very heavy pine. Yep. Could be any one of the myriad uh, IPAs that are out there. It's nothing from Kane. Tell me more. What else? What else do you think? So you. So I've got roasty IPA. Well, piney. I, like the pine. It's now pine. Mm-hmm. This is New this Jersey? is pine. Mm-hmm. I got I'm, coffee at first, but why did you think you had that coffee? You think it was the pine was confusing you? First? It, it, it just it was the heavy. Dank. The dank. Yeah. The dank. Yeah, you definitely can come through like coffee. I mean, I've 
Oh yeah. You it, say, it, I mean, there's there's no citrus to this. No, there's not. Not not a pinch of citrus. This is all heavy. I'm getting Chinook in here. Not Simcoe, though. Chinook. Comes in a bottle. Yeah, I was going to say it is a bottle of beer. I was going to say Victory, but it's not Victory. This reminds me of Victory. No, this is... Um, um, Victory is Jersey? No, 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 no. no, no, no. Victory is not. you said it was Jets, why I asked you if it was Jersey. You said no, Victory is not oh, Jersey. Jesus. Jesus. I didn't see either. Um, who's um, middle of the state? I don't want. I don't want to say it's. Uh, it, I, it doesn't taste anything like River Horse. No, it's not River Horse. Who's the other guy that's in middle of the state? Flying Fish. Flying Fish is south. South, um, but they're they're New Jersey too, right? They're, they're, they're New Cherry Jersey. Hill. They're, they used to be Cherry Hill. Okay. They sold their old brewery is now Forgotten Boardwalk. This reminds me of Flying Fish. Ding, ding, <laughs> ding, Warren. No. Yeah, extra pale. Extra pale. Not an IPA, though. Well, I don't know what that is. Extra pale extra from extra Flying pale Fish. Means That's, extra that, pale there is... There you go. That's why there's no sea hops and it's extra fucking pale. Well, so extra pale means what? They're just... English. Well, it's somewhere between... Somewhere between... Somewhere between IPA and pale this ale? Is, this, is, this is pushing, like, the English side of it's pale. 5.2%. Yeah, it is. It's this very, is, like, English-y, English. IPA-ish. That's... Like, there's no... There's spicy... Piney. Yep. It's delicious. I think it's a good, well-made beer. But there's a there's also a Carapils cardboardness to this, too. For some reason, like it's stale or it's got oxidized. But I smell this, and I smell roast. Coffee. Tell us more about that beer. No, I smell it too, Matt. Extra Pale Ale puts the subtle, sophisticated flavors of malt up front, balanced by the characteristic aromas of Pacific Northwest hops. Chinook. XPA with an extremely balanced beer with beautiful straw color. It's a good beer, the extra pale ale. I like it. But I'm not getting Pacific get Northwest. I don't get the coffee. No? But I, I you know, that's me. I don't have a sophisticated nose. Oh, I'm please. getting all pine. That's Pacific Northwest right there. To me, when they say Pacific Northwest, they're, they're talking sea hops. I don't think Simcoe and Chinook. When I think of Pacific Northwest, no, I think Cascade, Centennial, Citra, Cascade, Willamette, Pacific Northwest. They might for sure. be Willamette in here. Um, um, Northern Brewer, which there, is there's no there. Simcoe. No, there's not. There's no Simcoe, but I'm getting Chinook. I could see Chinook. I'm getting Willamette. I'm, I'm getting like Mount Hood, all that Northwest yeah. spiciness. Spice and pine. Yep. I mean, they talk about American Pale Ale, but to me, this is... There's probably Cascade in there, too. I would say there's probably Cascade in there. Midwest? Wait, hold on. Northern Brewer. I don't know that... uh, I'm getting more of a caramel-y flavor. Hops. Yeah, caramel. Hops. Hops hops are here. Okay, malts. Guess. I got it. I got their... I got Caramel 40, caramel 60. It's pale malt, 45. 60. Okay. Uh, two row pale, yeah. and they say, okay. So they, and and, so here we go. Their their description is an an original American pale ale. Our XPA highlights the subtle, sophisticated flavors and aromas of our yeah. Midwestern two row malt and imported aromatic and Munich malts. Huh. Pacific Northwest hops create an extremely balanced beer with a beautiful straw color. And thanks to your baseball fans, the XPA is the, XPA is the best selling local craft beer at the Phillies ballpark. Hmm. Interesting. Cool. Okay, so malts two row pale Munich and. Munich, aromatic, mm. not aroma, okay. and carafoam. 
Hops. Mount Rainier. Mount Rainier. There's Palisades. Palisades. Columbus. Columbus. There's the sea. Yeast. Yep. Which which yeast? Uh, Chico. Chico. Okay. Mm-hmm. What do you think the? Okay, I already talked about the AB, uh, ABV. That's five point two percent. IBUs. Guess. You thought it was an IPA. Fifty-five. No, you're talking you're like thirties. Eleven point two. There's. This is not eleven. Eleven point two IBUs. Bullshit. Eleven point two IBUs. Way more than that. Do you want another one? Just double check. They, they typed it wrong. There's not. Uh, eleven uh, at five point seven, eleven point two. That's less than my Kolsch. That's fucking fabulous. One other, just to be sure. God bless him, man. <laughs> Are you right. kidding me? <laughs> that's like your uh, your double IPA that you had with uh, what yeah. was it? Twenty IBUs you had in there. Do you want to double check? Yeah. No, I'm, I mean, yeah, I'll take another. I mean, that's well, no, that's I a mean, good drinking beer. I'll drink it. I mean, um, beer. You know, you said it was the number one Philly beer. It's so, probably I can see, it, yeah, because it's the only fucking. Craft beer. <laughs> no, um, no, but I could drink this at this. a ballpark for sure. Extra pale ale. I would not have said eleven. I, I wouldn't have said either. I said I would have said fifty. But you know, it's not as hoppy as Sierra Nevada, so no. No, it, to me, it's, how do you get eleven point two IBUs, man? You just wave the, the you like wave. It's a pinch of Columbus, <laughs> and the, everything else is late. You wait late, yeah. Wait late, but you you don't. So, but that's an interesting. But the, thing the flavors perception. that they're talking about on here, Mount Rainier. That's a great Palisades. flavor. Matt Palisades. Rainier's, Palisades has that like spicy fruity, spicy fruity and earthy all at one. It's 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 a lot like uh, Pearl. It's yeah. very much similar to Pearl. They do have more fruity. It's like, uh, but I, I don't know. It's even even if you're gonna do late hop on that, you're not getting this flavor. Like, no, you're not. The fuck? I, I'm uh, Munich and uh, biscuit or Munich and aromatic. Well, Munich and aromatic, you're gonna get the the malt flavor right. on there, but. The maybe hop flavor that comes through in here no, to me is no thirty spicy minutes coming from the Chico yeast, unless no, they have some no, weird no, fucking no, ass no, no. way of using it. This, this, well, Mount Rainier is only like a four, four to six in alpha acids. Still, it's really not high. Still, Columbus is, is fifteen to seventeen right now. Yeah, but if you Columbus at zero, you're not. What are you going to get out of it? I mean, no, but you're probably you know putting how, Columbus in yeah, it for your bitter. One ounce of Columbus in a fifteen barrel. <laughs> Eleven point two. I mean, it's that's like even if they do what they what I do with my amber and I wait till thirty minutes to put the first hop edition, you're still getting more than eleven using Columbus. Yeah, but Matt, right? Not, not if you don't do it uh, like one, you're not going to get more. You get like one or two points. If you use Matt Rainier, you're going to get like it's flavorful and aromatic with the hops, but well, it just but tastes I, so, like so the, but there's the point more here is there's something it. there's something about it either the way that they do the hop editions that Warren thought this was a was a like oh this is an IPA. It's an IPA. This is this is definitely hoppy. It's got hop to aroma to it. It's yeah, very aromatic. Right? But and and bit, the, clearly there was enough bitterness to support that, at least psychologically. Right? Either, either it's bitterness or astringency in the yeah. back of my tongue. I'm not. Yeah, it, I, I don't know, but it's not pulling through right now. The what I'm tasting right now, it's at least a point seven or higher on that right. Ubu scale. I think so too. At least I'd say you know, it goes high as one. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Um, the only way to really find out is to go there and see what they do on the sale when they brew it. Yeah. Is it, is is Flying Fish in your craft brewers guild? Yes. Yes, they, he is one of the top founders of it. So, you can ask him. How the hell do you get eleven point two IPUs in that? What beer? did you do? Yeah. <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> What's in the box? What's in the box? 
Uh, it's extra pale. No, no. What's in the box? No, what's in the box? <laughs> what's in the box? What's in the brew? <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I got one more for you after the break. Whenever you want to break. Oh boy. Okay. That was already two. What do we do? What was the first one we was did? The, was the undressed? Oh, the wit. The wit. <laughs> the wit. Yeah. How did you forget the wit? Because I drank a Kentucky peach barrel <laughs> ale. At 8%. <laughs> Pretty much down the whole thing. Oh, like, okay, okay. Anyway, I'm we'll be back. Stomach. Yeah, we'll be back. I like your hat, by the way. Suck one. <laughs> delicious malt, barley. No, delicious <laughs> barley, hops, and yeast. Suck one. <laughs> this is perfect. <laughs> Thank you, by the way, on the hat. Something else, and I don't know what the fuck it is. Let's see. I was thinking one, hmm? one more, uh, or ten more. One it's more. not a Christmas show. No. You know, you realize both Christmas shows have been outrageous, right? <clears throat> what? We had that Christmas show in December last, uh, just last year, just this last past. Uh, was that December. Christmas show? I guess that's our Christmas show. I don't know. That was cool though. Having those guys. All of our shit's cool. So why don't we update cool the ship. folks on that? The cool ship. Yeah, that's that's it right there. Bingo. Um, changes that uh, happened uh, within our little mecca here. You seem to know a little bit more about that than than I, because I'm sure everybody that's in here is in the guild. Did we have the guild up? Yeah. We had the guild up, right? Yeah. The guild was in in December. Yeah, the New Jersey Brewers Guild came on up to uh, Jersey Girl in December. Right. And and that's when we did our show. And no, not only did they come to Jersey Girl, they went to... Oh, yeah, they came over to... Every, uh, they, all they the breweries. They checked out every place in, in town. Cause Which is all, fucking awesome. Yeah. And, and it was great. A, a, a really good turnout. I showed up at the end, but the head of the guild was there, and he seemed very enthused about your place. You're man. our new executive director. Yeah. Um, yeah. Great guy. Uh, definitely has boatloads of experience dealing with people. That's great. And uh, hopefully we'll be able to keep our rowdy ass of drunk motherfuckers in line. <laughs> um, uh, that's great, though. No, man. that was a good time. That, that was the night that we recorded that the we podcast, record, yeah. last podcast. That was a great night. That was a long night, but it was a good night. And yeah. uh, what a great time to have them around and, and be a part of our show. Are we going to have another big argument about uh, how much hops has to go into an IPA? No, I'm not. sure we will one day. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. right now we won't. No, we're gonna keep that back. Yeah, talk about some sweaty balls. I'm big fan of sweaty balls. <laughs> nice and salty, and they taste really good. I wish I had some in my mouth right now. I'm gonna keep mine on this side of the couch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
All right, Carl, so, speaking of sweaty balls, yes. Carl has poured us a beer. Yep, a sweaty <laughs> beer. A sweaty beer. Another, uh, by the Sweating Brewing Company. The Sweating. Another, another Jersey brewery that's Another Jersey? Jersey. Well, so, whoa. Hang on. Okay, so I'm getting IPA right off the bat. New England style. Yes, because obviously you can see that. Um, it's cloudy. Yep. It's She's a cloudy got some juice. Some uh, aroma. Yes, aroma. <laughs> to her. Was this out of a, a can or a bottle? A bottle. Okay. Out of a bottle of Jersey Brewery brewing a bottled beer. Bottled Not- New England IPA. Who the fuck in New Jersey <laughs> is putting out a bottled New England IPA? Warren knows. I don't. Warren knows. Is this an actual brewery? Is it a registered brewery or is it an yes. actual brewery? <laughs> is it a registered brewery? <laughs> May not be a brewery that pays taxes. Mm. I know this beer. <laughs> Who is it? It's mine. It's Carl's. Well done, Carl. This is uh This, this is the Bavar- this, this is, is the, this is the the barbarian yeast and that yes, shit this is, is fucking This is the Conan yeast, yeah. This that is stuff it. Is wow. beautiful. That is a well beautiful, done, Carl, beautiful, man. beautiful yeast. Well the fuck done, man. Not at any point from when I picked this up and took a sniff of this. Right. Did I think this was your beer? Carl, well done, man. Well done. Matt, I made this beer just for you. I fuck you not. I made this only because of you. Because you're like, I fucking can't stand cloudy beers, these motherfuckers with their goddamn Northeast IPA. No, so, so I or, think... Sorry, New England IPAs. But I, what I've learned, I think, I think Matt has a different perspective on that now, though. I think you do. And I think you, you've uncovered, for me, you've exposed the light as well. Just from our last podcast. It, it has... New England IPA is its own thing. It's its own thing. Mysterious. But it needs to be its own thing. Its own thing. Right. No, I... It is not an IPA. Yep. Well done, my friend. My no. chihuahua beer made especially for my wife with a pink label and everything. What hops did you use? <clears throat> a lot of... There is a fucking mountain of hops in this beer. How mu- how, let's start this way. There's five kinds of hops. What did you expect to brew? A five-gallon batch? I expected to brew a five-gallon batch. And how much beer did you actually get out? Less than four. Less than four, <laughs> as I expected. Um, Carl, no, man, about, he did no, well about, on about, this one. about four. Okay. About four. And uh, it, I actually, if, if this would have been probably over a pound of hops, I actually used 10, 10 grams of hop shot because there was no fucking way right. otherwise to do it. Yeah. This, this, this calculated is over 200 IBUs. Now, whatever the fuck that really mm. means, I don't know. Hoppy. Right. Yeah. That's it's, what it's that hoppy. Means. It's uh, Simcoe, uh, Amarillo, Apollo, Centennial, and Columbus. Yeah. Dry, dry, uh, Amarillo. Yeah. Columbus. Uh, it's, it's 60. It's sorry. It's Apollo. 90 minutes. Sorry. Yeah. 100 minutes of uh, hop shot. It's 15 minutes of Whirlpool with Holy a shit. fucking boatload of those five hops. It's 15 more minutes of Whirlpool with another boatload of those fucking hops. So you did nothing in between. Nothing There's in between. There's no heat hops in here. 
there might have been a five minute edition. I can I have to. I'll look at the recipe real quick. I may have, there may have been. And then it was another fucking mountain of hops on a dry hop one, and then another fucking mountain of hops. So dry you're hop you're cooling two. it down. You're saying when you're whirlpooling? It? Uh, uh, no, I actually kept it. I kept I kept it in the whirlpool. I kept give, applying heat to keep it at 190 degrees. I know that's hot. For and Matt, no, it's fine. I, is, I just wanted to know. Is, this is extract with steeping grains. No, no, no. No, no, this, this is, is, this is pearl. This is pearl. This oh, this is, that, oh, this is the pearl barley. Pearl barley is fucking okay. beautiful, number one. Okay. Bar- barbarian yeast by Imperial Yeast yes, is fucking, fucking beautiful. Yeah. That but, stuff is so well-behaved. I, like, I was like, is it starting to ferment yet? I'm like, I'm looking at the bubbling. I'm looking at a bubbling. Oh, by the way, it was an open, uh, semi-open ferment. I never put any pressure on the vessel. That's awesome. But it did have a tube, um, but no pressure, no no water, no, uh, no, no bubbler. Okay. Um... Imperial Yeast has lowered their shipping prices. Yeah. So now I can get that shit in for a relatively good cost. But and the, it's going to uh, be awesome. I'm going to get that shit in. But it was, you know, it's an 8 per eight plus percent beer. Because this isn't the only, like, yeah. this yeast is, is beautiful out of Imperial. Uh, but if Darkness, Darkness is one of my favorites. It's so, like, oh, just Darkness. I, I tell you what, I can't talk enough about that Imperial Yeast. First of all, no, like, just nothing to it. Just crack, pour, straight mm. out of the refrigerator, done. Right, and uh, and then it was the barbarians very well behaved. I was like, "Is this stuff ever really gonna like g- give me a crazy hot crowds in or doesn't. anything like that?" And all of a sudden, I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm almost at terminal gravity. I got a dry hop." Right? It was literally like mm. boom, 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 in like like two so and a half days. I like, had two cans and left that's a home, for homebrew. That's pretty good. Two, oh yeah, two cans left, and somebody came in and brewed a double IPA, one ten gallon yeah. batch, and I pitched both of those into that big glass carboy back there. Yeah, and it fermented beautifully. It's yeah. still fermenting back there. It's still clearing. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's such a nice yeast. Well, the, I'll say this the, about the aroma the, I'm getting off your beer, Carl. It's fucking is it, fantastic. Isn't it phenomenal? You like well, when you the, said "whoa," I'm like, oh, it's the barbarian. It. It's the, it's the the yeast definitely supports. The well, aroma. not only that, but it's a fuck ton of. It's so it's, much. It's, just it's, a, it's hops, an unbearable amount the hops of hops. You use, it is an, a commercially unviable amount of hops. There's so it's a it's like a pound of hops for fucking five gallons. It's a complex. It's a complex beer. So that's, that's, that's three and a half to four um, pounds per barrel. Right. When you when you actually will scale There's it up, that's what you're looking at. Yeah. Pounds. Um, it's a it's oh, really? a very okay, very so it complex scale linearly, hop you're bill. Me. It does, okay. no, and that complexity in that hop bill actually those hops marry very well together. Yeah, and I've and I'm sure you've experienced too, Matt. That not always you don't always get that mix right. Sometimes it's too much something else or other like Simcoe can can be overpowering. Chinook can be overpowering. But this is just hops. This is just like I'm, I'm smelling the the smell I smell out of this beer is the taste I taste in this beer. Yeah. It's just hops all through and through. Yeah, it's good. It's it came out better than I expected actually. No, and Victory Malt is there? A Victory uh, Malt in there? there is biscuit. It's, it's no. It's Vienna. Uh, pearl. Give me. I promise you. I'll tell you. It's uh, it's eleven. A little bit more than eleven pounds of pearl. Uh, a pound of faucet caramel. Okay. A pound 15. of white wheat. From you, mm-hmm. uh, and twelve ounces of turbinado sugar, which is just sugar in the raw. Yeah, right. That, that'll ferment that fully, but just, yeah. That I mean, yeah. And then you know whatever little bit of sugar. So for for, for priming. So I I have used sugar in this instance to dry out these flavors to, to ferment even sugar. fully. Doesn't yeah. doesn't need a lot, but it needs that little. Kick. What's your what's your ABV calculated? On here? Uh, calculated. Well, it depends on using the new ABV calculator. It's eight percent. It's plus or minus eight percent. Okay. And they have these. Like if you go on Brewer's Friend or something like that, because this you this know, is your double IPA. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. 
Yep. I mean, I, I think 8%. Actually, my double IPA was about 10 and a half. Yeah, it's more 80, a triple. Yeah. Eight, once, you jump, once you dump 10 on an IPA, yeah. it's... Yeah. 8%, 80, IPA. 100 IBUs, you're talking yeah. double IPA. Yeah. Yeah. But you're talking over 100 uh, thresholds for a human, 80, Yeah, I mean, I think anything, there. I think what they say, anything over 80 or 100, you can't tell. I mean, the cal- like I said, the calculated IBUs on this is... Like two, the, yeah, off it's, the it's like three hundred, two hundred, something. Yeah, but stupid. But you, you know what? What's funny is that the the use, the utilization of these hop oils and what you've done is not harsh. It doesn't come off as harsh, and there is a back door where that that cloyingness goes away almost immediately because the turbinado sugar. I think that yeah, really turns does. on that finish, and it makes you want to go back for more. It's a very decently made beer, man. You should be proud of this, and I wouldn't be ashamed. To put this in some kind of a competition. I don't know. What do you put it? What what category can you even put it in as? And does it last as well, the long thing, until the, the next competition? The thing is, right now, you, oh, this you have to. Right, but well, I'll make another. No, one. you, you have to enter it as is now, right now into a into competition. A competition. Yeah. 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 So. yeah. No, I mean this is definitely this was fresh off the press. This was this was started December twenty eighth, and it's now mm-hmm. January tenth. Yeah, less than yeah. a month. Like yeah, three January tenth, and and this is it probably was carbon- carbonated well, man. Carbonated well in the bottle. Did well, you use I mean, sugar? there's still a fuck ton of. I mean, that's the thing. You don't use any clarification in this. No. Right. I mean, you do. You do nothing to make this do, beer clear. But so, so you, you used, do nothing. You use none of the the adjuncts. No adjuncts. No flaked anything. No. I said it was just wheat and wheat. Wheat. C fifteen. Yep. So wheat. Yeah. Is that what car- caramel is? C fifteen. It was darker than I thought. But, yeah. It's an aromatic malt, too, yeah. right? So, but it's, uh, yeah, but I'll tell you what, that bar, I think that barbarian yeast from from Imperial, phew, that stuff is beautiful. It's definitely a step up. Beautiful. I mean, that's a, this is a great beer, Carl. You should be very proud of yourself. Yeah. But what category? You can't even enter this into a category. Into a Double IPA. Double IPA. And, yep. just, and they'll say, well, it's too cloudy, but all right. <laughs> we'll go no, for it. No, because they'll look at it because they're getting tons of them now. Yep. Yeah. They'll okay it. It's fine. You know, it's... Um, that's that's another thing. That's, that's why changing. they need to increase. They need to. Add, sadly, they just need to. Add they that. just changed NJ uh, or not NJCB. Um, BJCP. Yeah, they need to. Add they that. just cha- they just changed it, and now all of a sudden we have a new style that that like added that year. 2015 category. You know, twenty five fifteen or twenty fifteen B, um, BJCP guidelines. B. We're going with the category B on fifteen. No, it's good. It's it's delicious, the dude. Bottoms, it's uh, you can see the hops still. In oh there. yeah, there's still there's a lot of hops. <laughs> That's another thing. It's like, impossible to bottle without getting hops in it. Literally, because it's just so much fucking hops in there. You can't bottle it without no, I, dumping I, hops in the bottle. Speaking of double IPAs and the use of oils, I've uh, recently um, had someone in from Berger, B E R J E, um, and they make hop oils, hop oil compounds, and he gave me a dozen samples. And we just made a double IPA with just hop oils. Mm. So I'm wow. I'm anxious to see how that turns. We still haven't dry hopped it with hop oils yet because we're going to do that too. So we'll see dry how that turns. Dry hopping with hop oil. Okay, yeah. that's interesting. Okay. Yep. Um, now, how is hop just, oil different than hop shot? It's the same. Okay. Um, hop shots are the full spectrum mm-hmm. of the hop concentrate oil that's in there. Oils are volatile, so the full spectrum. The Berger actually takes the hearts of some for just the aroma part mm. and hops, uh, hearts of some for just the flavor part. So they have a variety of hop shots that you can use during the whole boil to get what you need to get out of them. Okay. Um, 
not really fascinated by the smell of them when you smell them, but in the beer they come out differently, which hmm. is very strange to me because you figure you get a hop shot that smells like a hop. And I wanted to have him on the show, but you get a hop shot that smells like hops shot. Like and every every hop shot you smell, it smells the same hmm. until you drop it into the beer. Um, if you want, Carl, on my desk there's about a dozen of them up there. Um, in that basket, you could actually see them. And you can't really taste uh, or smell the difference. There are several, I think there's three or four that are full-spectrum oils, and then the rest are uh, just So, so when, when this thing says Kentish Gold, is that a full hop, or is that just their name what for something? What does it something? say underneath? Kentish Gold, single barrel. That's a full-spectrum Kent, East Kent Coldings. Some are clear, some are yellow. The ones that are yellow or yellower than the clear are mostly the full spectrum. Magnifico dry hopping. That's, what does that mean? Um, That's mosaic. Just... That's the hearts of the mosaic That's that give sad. you the, the smell of the uh, mosaic hops. Jesus. Oh, this is thick. You can tell the yellow is thick. That's Centurion? Uh, magnum single barrel. So that's Magnum. Man, it does not smell like hops. No. No, it doesn't smell like hops in this container. Not at all. Did you smell these? No. Here. Tell me. I guess it's like it's like perfume though. They say that the uh the flavors or whatever the compounds you put into perfume are can in some cases be downright offensive and then once the, you um, sort of once you look you know when you dilute had those it out a little candies. bit it's much better. When you had those hop candies. That's exactly what I said too when I first yeah. smelled them. Uh, that that, that aroma you got off the hop candy is right here. Is what I'm getting off yep. this. And if you if you puff it's that it, rounded sweetness. See, even when I, when you puff it at me, it doesn't smell like hops. It's still way too con- it's way so, concentrated. But yeah, once it, it gets into the once it gets into the beer, it, it dissipates. Well, once it gets into the boil, right? Yeah, the aromatic. Really the beer great. actually, you could dry hop with this. You could actually oh, put right. this stuff in beer that you're drinking mm-hmm. and taste the difference. Right. That's cool. So you're gonna do that? We should we do a show with that with like Miller High Life or something? We could try. Yeah, could. Yeah, yeah. We could do that. I think we. I think I did that at Sea. I should have the guy in. We too. were testing that stuff out with in. the hop drops. Right. We should. Yeah. We, why don't we do that next time around? February show will be. I think Miller High Life is the one that they use for that, right? Yeah. Hmm. Just get some Miller beer and then these. Anything these light. Anything up. light. Easy drinking. Genesee beer would work. Yeah, actually, Genesee beer or Genesee Cream Ale. Uh, Cream Ale. Beer. The beer. Cream Ale has do, too much do, flavor. Do, do the beer. Yeah. So Genesee. Bear mm-hmm. in a black and white with a little bit of red can. There Perfect. Go. There you go. A little all right, bit of we'll gold, do that. A little bit of red. Well, folks, you know you know what the next episode is all about. <laughs> Maybe. Because <laughs> <laughs> before you know it, we'll forget about this, and all no, of a sudden it'll be April, and we're like, hey, next episode. No, yeah, no, 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 no I'm going to no. keep you guys more. I'm going to keep you guys honest on February. I yeah, promise. No, absolutely. We need to do February because you have that. Even event. if we do it in it's January and release it in you, February. Why don't you go ahead through well, what's going on with the brewery, Matt? Okay, so let's see over here. A lot of stuff going on. Yeah, you do. And that's fucking awesome. I'm so happy for We're you. We're trying to keep one thing going on a month. Perfect. Um, um, I'll, I'll take, no, I'll take some more of that if you got that, man. <laughs> yeah, that fucking shit's awesome. Um, so we'll, uh, we're doing one thing a month. Um, we're keeping forge batches to four to six a week. Uh, four to six. It's <laughs> a lot. Yeah, I mean, we're open two days a week. Or four, sorry. We're open four days a week, so ideally one a day. Sometimes, if we have a lot, it'd be two a day. 
but we're keeping to events, large events that people would be, you know, coming out of their way to go to. Absolutely. To once a month. Location. And then, like, above and beyond OMG, WTF's going on, bro. I just yeah. fucking wrecked. I'm you sure wrecked that's going to be like, Carl's going to be like, what the fuck are you doing, Warren? What happened right there? Um, but we're keeping the crate the, in the big, the, the fluted guy, yeah. Um, like the above and beyond festivals to every three months. So four for a uh, a year. And those being Mayfest, Oktoberfest, the anniversary, and something else. I can't remember exactly what we What are you doing for your anniversary? Uh big barrel release. Dude, I need to I need to get a barrel. I'm gonna have plenty of them very soon. So I can have like five or six people come in and brew a barrel and then we could celebrate that yeah. with you on your barrel release. Oh yeah. We'd love to do that with you. I'm gonna have a lot of barrels coming out within the next two I months. can't wait. I, I I'm seriously I've been talking that up to a lot of people, Matt. I hope you don't mind. No, please. Because um <clears throat> check this out, people. Um Matt has this building, it's a big huge uh auto supply or auto repair station. It's huge. And it's pretty much packed. Uh, it wasn't packed when I first was walking through with Matt. Obviously, he needed to do some things to the floor, so it was a wide open space and very hard to get a gist of what was going to happen when. And, you know, I have a, a very unique perspective on this brewery because I've been with Matt for a very long time and he's been gracious enough to put up with my, my shit um, for, uh, what, a couple of years now, right? Eh, about that. Yeah, yeah so, uh, <laughs> you know, we, we would go over at night and... We just imagine, like, could you imagine this there and this there? And Matt, Matt would be describing the shit, and I'd be like, yeah, that's really cool, Matt. That's really cool. And then you go there today, and it's like this whole fucking shit's just in, this envisioned has come to life. And he's got walls, two of which are pretty big, full of barrel-aged stuff. And you just go there, and you stand in the corner, and you look at both sides, and you're like, wow, I am in heaven. And I was very... Uh, fortunate enough to tap some of those with Matt and taste them a couple uh, last month. Um, very, very, uh, very special event in my book in my in my day. And I tell you, the beer that's coming out of them is fabulous, Matt. Oh, think, thank you. I think you should be uh, proud of that for sure. Um, and uh, my hope is that, that it keeps. Happen. Yeah, my hope is that it keeps you know going forward with the flavors that that's in there and. We can bottle it up and get it out to the it's people. It's special. I mean, it's, it's really cool because there's there are places that do that, but not around Hackestown. There's one, and uh, I love it. I love the fact that there's, I don't know, how many barrels? 60, 70, somewhere around there. Yeah. <laughs> what what size? 50 to 60 gallon or? 60 they're gallon. they're um, 50, 50, 53. 53? Yeah. yeah. What, what is that, an imperial that, barrel? That's, a, that's, your, that's your typical whiskey and bourbon barrel. Okay. If you're looking at wine, you're looking at 60. 60 okay, gotcha. So tell us what you have in the barrels so we can look forward to this. Right now, we have a Belgian quad in bourbon and wine, red wine. Um, and then everything else right now is in bourbon. Now, do you care when you look at it what kind of red wine it was? No, because those are actually a mix. Okay. Each so barrel is different because it was from uh, wine times in town. Oh, okay, so it was just like 
his it's, customers. People came in as a party, made a one barrel of whatever type of red wine. How cool would it be if they were still in business? I think they would have been yeah. awesome. No, nah, it'd be awesome. But sadly, they're not. Um, but at the same time, it's not, I guess, too sad because the guy who He's didn't go out of business, run, man. he closed it down because he wasn't making as much money in that as he was with his other business, right. which he needed the space for. So he's doing very, very well. So it's very, very, very awesome for that. Yeah, it, but, that's, uh, that's a story you don't hear often. A small business like that, yeah, surviving and closing because there's too much business of his other small business. Mm. I love that. I love that story. So, Such a good story. He uh, he sold off all his barrels. I bought a good amount of them. I called um, him about his. Uh, I called Kathy. I said, Kathy, uh, I need corks. Do you have any corks left? Yeah. She goes, I'm Sorry, we sold them all. I just saw. This. She goes, I just saw this post, but no, I'm sorry, we sold them all. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great, great, and the barrels are great. Barrels were in great. Oh condition, yeah, no, the, those really wine nice barrels are fantastic right. condition. Right. So, um, and I've got nine nine of those barrels right now for the Belgian quad, three of which, uh, and three extra barrels uh, for bourbon. And then so, I've got the so, barley wine, and they're Scotch all in, heavy, and Scotch wee heavy barley wine, and the Imperial are all in Scotch or whiskey barrels. Whiskey barrels. Oh, and yeah, they're in. Um, like you, I wouldn't put anything else. Yeah, I wouldn't they're put anything wild, else wild in a wine barrel than a Belgian beer. I no. don't think anything else would be able to stand up. Dark Belgians go really well in red wine. I believe um, you're we're, right. we're we are putting some Imperial Stout into red wine barrels. I want to see how they come out. I'm um, sure it'd be like a <laughs> like a dark Belgian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's, it's going to get those flavors to yeah. it. Um, and we're also doing some Imperial Stout into rum. Awesome. And uh, our anniversary beer will be in bourbon barrels. <laughs> I can't wait. And I I want to get to the point where we're doing a barrel a bottled barrel release every two months. That's gonna be some kind so, of. But feat, I need man. I need six beers for it, so I need to pick one more. Well, you I need, got. I need, I need I need to think of something else. How many know. do you have? You have five right now. I've got five right now. So um, you'll come across it. I'm mm. sure you, you you came across I those think five. Of something, yeah. Come soon, so. Uh, right now, I got I got the five, and I'm going to keep them at that at the moment. And when something else comes to me, we'll work on it. That's going to be a fun time. So uh, please do call me when you uh, go to bottle. Oh, I will. I I'm going to uh, need as much help as I can get. I will try to employ as many people as I can, and uh, I want to be part of that. So for sure. But uh, we got a treat here. I'm drinking now. Carl's it's still back on IPA. drinking more Carl's beer, which. Um, it's quite the hop shot. It is. <laughs> it is. Yeah, you know, it, it, I could see how some people would say it's just a bit much. No, you know what? After after it's you said hop shot, I Go can smell it. the flavor of what I smell. I could taste the flavor of what I smell in these in these hop shots. Oh, in in the uh, in the hop drops. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And every single one of them smells the same. I don't know if you noticed that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can tell the difference, but it's funny how every one of them smells the same. Yep. <laughs> They're all the same, except different. Exactly. So, Carl, anything new on the horizon for you? Uh, no, I'm just real happy that you guys enjoyed this beer. You are my first official uh, taste testers. You got to drink that shit. Cast right, it doesn't doesn't keep. That's what I understand. No. Yeah, Take I got right I got up, plenty brother. of people that, to give it to. In fact, I got more people to give my beer to than I have beer usually. Especially when you only get four gallons out of a five gallon batch. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you don't get to keep a gallon for yourself. 
I could tell when you're running low when you call me and say I need to get some more bottles worn. Yeah, no, I did. That's right, I did. I do need. Yeah. Well, actually, the reason I need more bottles is because I keep one of every bottle of beer I've ever made, which is that's great. A lot. That's at that's this point. A, that it's is a vault. Whole new garage. Uh, no, actually, they're presently sitting on the kitchen counter, but they're okay. not, they're getting they're gonna they're they're getting too much. I'm gonna have to put them in my office on a on the wall or something. No, because that, well, what the people at home don't know is that I I make a unique label for every beer. That's mm. why. You do. You make. I I know that. Yeah. I do know that. In Actually, my blue bottles. In the cobalt blue. In the cobalt blue bottles. Big buddy of blue. Yeah. That's right. Not to be confused with blue balls. Nope. Blue balls. I got blue balls. Yeah. What about you, Warren? What's going on at Homebrew University? Are you brewing like crazy after the uh We year? have started the uh, onslaught of brewing. Um, we are like two carboys away from capacity. It is uh, beer season. It is beer season. We are very, very pleased with the beer season. Uh, the, the action is great. Uh, people have come out of the woodwork. Even people that have a brewing at home, I'm seeing more and more people brew at home. Um, and I think uh, more and more people are actually discovering the greatness of beer because of what's happened to Agastown. Yeah. And being around this area has been a godsend for any brewer. Um, it's great. It's a now, great now. Thing. You say you've seen a lot of people brewing more at home. What are, what are people going for right now? What's their What's their recipe style that they are going for to bring home? Everything right now has been stout. Everything stout. that's ah. coming through is stout or porter. Um, we've seen the likes of Belgian double or triple here and there, but stout, stout, stout. Uh, but today uh, there was a wrench thrown in the in the mix. Um, I, I shouldn't say it was a wrench, but uh, I've been trying to brew more and more lagers because mm-hmm. I have capability to lager. Um, and since it is lagering season, oh, quite, yeah. Uh, I've been trying to experiment more and more with that, and I'd like to see more and more black lager come through. Mm. Um, and so I'm going to be having that as a, a sale item uh, that's going to go on sale that you can come and get. Uh, a black lager this time of year, I think it would be easy for people to brew. It's going to be more like a steam beer, but it's going to be black steam beer. Um, brewed to a traditional event, but not with traditional yeast, because not a lot of homebrewers have the capability to ferment at 35 degrees. Yeah. Uh, but you can do a steam beer with that, no problem. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or Kolsch yeast. Kolsch so, yeast, all yeast, yep. California lager yeast. Yep, anything that will uh, be a hybrid ale, I think that's... And still lay a lager in the end, yeah. Right. And I think that's great because uh, during this during the winter months, you don't want to be bogged down with heavy, heavy, heavy beer. Uh, during the Christmas months, you do, but during the the winter, you want to kind of ease up a little bit and no, still think, have a rich flavor. I mean, you have, of you stout. have people that are trying to brew for for the holiday season, right? And then there's that break, and then everyone's brewing for Valentine's Day and St. Patrick's Day. Right. So and when you, you think about beers. when you think about those times, it's stouts, chocolate stouts, porters. It's all the dark beers. Yep, reds nice. have started to be coming in too. Soon, too, um, oh yeah, uh, St. Patrick's Day will be coming through. Yep, and uh, and then after that, you're starting. Paleo. I mean, we we talked about loggers. Yep. Are we out of? We're we're talking season? about loggers. It's box. We are. Box we're out of season. season. Box season is right after. Right after St. Patrick's Day is done. Right. It's all about the box. If you haven't made your winter warmer by now, uh, you're a little late. Yeah. You know. So uh, you might be drinking winter warmer now. 
Yeah, right. Making it your your little yeah. thing. Yeah, it needs too much time. January January tends to be your winter warmer month. End of like th- right before about halfway through Christmas, I'd say. Yeah. Last year it was December so was your winter warmer month. Yeah. That's that's you know <laughs> normally it's November December. No, I was kidding. Month. It was the episode you guys did that you almost died. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the one that we had like a little bit too much. Yeah. yeah, a little bit too much. But, yeah, that's okay though. That Te- technically. You're because you're you're looking at winter spiced beers as winter warmers, so you're looking at your halfway through December through January because January is usually your dead month. People don't know what the hell to do with them, and then you get into February. It's all about chocolate, but still usually dark beers. Are you stouts. gonna brew with chocolate or chocolate malt or something? Uh, we might play around with some uh, yeah. a couple things, but we're not gonna have a beer specifically for it. We have our tiramisu milk porter, which is going on as a nitro seasonal. Okay, explain that. Tiram- is it real sweet? I'd, or it's a it, it's it's a it's a tiramisu milk porter, so it's got some sweetness to it, but the main flavor sweetness is that what yeah. that is okay. So unfermentable sugar, um, and in the back end we have some chocolate, some vanilla, and some rum so rum oak chips, um, like chipped up barrels mm-hmm. and stuff like that that held oak. Uh, uh, Oak barrels that held rum. Right. Um, and uh, we added all that over to the beer and sat it on it for a little bit of time. And this is specifically just nitro. So, awesome. But it's coming through with vanilla and rum flavors. That's it's got awesome. a nice back note of uh, some chocolate to it. So Nice. It's very cool. Fantastic. Yeah, we so- s- you still got all those wood. We've still got to do some uh, some brewing with those uh, we got wood those staves. wood spirals, yeah. yeah woods, well, the whatever the hell they yeah. call them, yeah. Uh, my issue right ten, now, ten, ten kind, ten kinds of wood. I think it was. Yeah, yeah. We, I want, I want to get something like that going on pretty soon. Um, even if it's just like one general style, like an amberish sort of style, with, with all different wood on it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just kind of go through. So Black Swan, I think it's Black Swan Cooperage or something like that. There's a company Black Swan that yeah. that'll basically sell you these staves, or uh, to put in beer. They're not staves. They're basically honeycomb. Uh, the honeycombs, uh, yeah, yeah, they're yeah, honeycombs yeah. of uh, birch and sassafras and oak and white maple mm-hmm. and sugar maple and all these kinds of things. So Matt's got those to uh, to play with as I'd well. I'd love to do one style of beer, kind of through them all, yeah, and see how they all pull out different flavors. I'm sure they'll come on as uh, as forge batches. Yeah, fascinating uh, beer that I made this year. What's that? Maple. Maple, maple brown. Yeah. Maple wood or just maple syrup or maple something? Maple syrup. Uh-huh. It was uh, actually maple flavoring. We okay. made one with maple syrup and it overcarbonated. And mm. so every beer you popped open was just overcarbonated. Boom. Yeah. So I said, listen, I'll, I'll remake it because I'm allowed to. And I'm going to use some flavoring instead. And if uh, it was, it hit out the ballpark. I mean, it was a, a brown ale that tastes like a, a, a moose drool clone. Oh with maple mm. on it. I don't know if you've ever, ever had moose drool, mm-hmm. but it was like that with maple on it. It was delicious. It was so good. But, you know, again, you're talking maple, and maple comes across like you're eating pancakes, mm. right? So, um, not, you so can't, you gotta be careful. You can't drink a lot of it, you know. There's, ah, there's, okay. You, you just can't go through a session like you can with these beers that we had tonight. Um, but yeah, it, very I'm interesting. I'm not sure how much of that Kentucky peach barrel you can uh, yeah, that, well, that Kentucky Peach Barrel is a good aperitif or yeah. even a nightcap. Yeah. That thing is phenomenal. It's that a good was, beer. I don't know yeah. how you scored that, though, but that, the two best beers tonight are yours and, uh, and that one, I would assume. Yeah. But 
you, you put it on the table today. Man, you, you really hit it home. The Forgotten Boardwalk was a great beer of good Belgian wit. Genesee Cream. Who would have thought that I would have liked some kind of Genesee Cream? And the cream? ice. You and you and Matt like the ice and the cream. I don't the think you thought the beer really much of the, the quote-unquote the Genesee beer, beer the was beer okay. The beer is general beer. I mean, yeah. that's, that's not easy to make. I'm trying to do Pilsners like you yeah. would not believe here, yeah. and that's hard. Not easy. There's nowhere to hide. No, and it's just beer. It's just yeah. like if you want to drink beer, that's yeah. beer. That's yeah. what you want to drink. Well, that's why we're going to do the hop. Hop, right. We'll do the hop flavor right. against that. Well done. Now, the cream ale, I still think is a great beer. But you guys, both Matt, Matt actually went back too. for seconds and thirds on the uh, on the ice beer. I right. was surprised. No, ice beer is good. Um, definitely something to to invest in if you're yeah. around and you need some yeah. some tasteful beer. Yeah. A flying fish extra pale ale. That was that was also a good one. Sh- shocking, shocking IBU content on that. Shocking IBU content for what it is. I yeah. mean, it's it definitely comes across more like an IPA. Oh yeah, it's amazing. Yep. So. Good, good stuff here, though. Very good stuff here. I'm very, very pleasantly surprised about this potpourri idea. I think that was fabulous. And thank you again for yeah. all what you do, Carl. Um, if it wasn't for you, you know, we wouldn't have this. Cool no, you would not have a show. Exactly. <laughs> we would have. We would have a show. We called no the cool ship. We'd sit here talking every day right. into say, a paper box. We should record. Or into the air, right? So <laughs> yeah. we start recording this. We get now we have what well, we have with thank Carl's you for the twelve <laughs> listeners that we have too. Because <laughs> what, what, what would end up happening it's is you and me and hundreds in Europe. You and me, Lithuania. Warren would would sit here and we'd talk we talk this stuff back and forth all the yeah. time, and just wouldn't be recorded. Yep. So what Carl gave us was the ability. To broadcast our random ass bullshit to the world, (laughs) and if you guys like it, come to thank you. you. (laughs) If you you don't, thank you. Sorry, I don't don't know what else to say. (laughs) Hey, listen, we are a commercial free podcast. (laughs) Free, yeah, free, free. (laughs) And we want to make it that way, but we no. I'm surprised how free funds for our beer, but it's it's okay. I like it. Yeah, no, that's yeah, that's that's called your sugar daddy here, bitch. <laughs> no, no, Carl's hey, been very Jared. gracious. Hey, daddy. Thank you, daddy. Thank you, Carl. <laughs> no, I, I mean it's been over a year since we've been doing this. Yeah, since October. It, it really has been. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, actually, September was a year, right? Because we were mm-hmm. doing an Oktoberfest show. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's it's a, a pretty good thing. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm I'm very thankful. I talk about this show to a lot of people, and hopefully they'll they'll start. So. I'm telling you, we, we I mean the audience is not big, but it is loyal, and I'm so, I'm shocked how many people listen in Europe, and I don't know why, but hey, <laughs> maybe they're just waiting to come to zig myself. No, we love you guys, and uh, thank you for uh, allowing us to do what we do. We're pretty big over there, right here. Matt is pretty big over there. What's going on? Gonna have to cut the show at some point here, boys. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. So we we've tried everything for tonight. There is like one, all two, these three, amazing four, beers five, have six, been seven, eight, nine, 10, consumed. 11, 12. Yes, there's another. There's a lot of beer pack there. here. Yeah, no, we're finish. not drinking this shit right now. <laughs> Come on, we're no Matt. Matt, you're drunk. No, <laughs> you're drunk. No, what's worse than get what's worse. Why can't you get even more drunk? I've got responsibilities. <laughs> I have to teach a class tomorrow. Is the Germans maybe watching the class? <laughs> The what Europeans the are class? probably watching. Fucking Carl and Warren <laughs> fucked me over. <laughs> All right, say goodnight, boys. All right. Good night, boys. Good night. Until uh, next time? February. Till next time. Till till that time. Cut!
I can tell that I'm getting used to stress because whenever I stress out, whenever I stress when out, when I stress, when I right? stress, I get the I get the roids. You get the roids too. Bad. Wow. When I stress, so I can tell that I'm able to take it a little bit easier because I'm stressing all the goddamn time. I'm still able to poop like a regular person. <laughs> it's the one sovereignty that you have in life. The only time a man truly has to himself is the why we squeeze a brown man out his butt. <laughs> and we just got the end of the show. Thank you, Matt. No! No, God. <laughs>